Vince McEnany after the show, episode 43. And today I've got uh, That's Annoying, True Love, and sometimes Life is the Pits. <laughs> well, I've got something that terrified me. Uh, fungus has taken over. Like, you know, The Last of Us. Oh, also- gosh. <laughs> that's all we need. <laughs> what people are doing for uh, Easter that's kind of weird. And also comfort shows. Some that are, and one I found that was not, we have to talk about. Okay. Uh, you know, they say you should you should never get a tattoo of your significant other unless you're married, right? Okay. Yeah. Uh, an Australian man recently got an unflattering image of his wife's face inked on his body. The tattoo shows Jared Groves' wife gritting her teeth and rolling her eyes like she's mad. <laughs> he says the fact that she hated the photo of her pulling this face so much, I just had to get it tattooed That's on me. That's mean. <laughs> he knew she didn't like the picture. She go, He goes, she hates the face that she pulls, but I love it. I could not wait to come home and see Tegan's reaction. That's his wife. I, I knew it would go one of two ways. Either we would laugh together or I'd never see this girl again. <laughs> Here's the thing. She probably knows his sense of humor and she's used to it. True. I've had some bad people asking I've had some people asking what would happen if we got a divorce, and I guess I'd get laser to get rid of it. However, our relationship is so tight that wouldn't happen. She's my soulmate, and nothing will change as long as we are laughing. That's so I, funny. Could you imagine? I mean, because <laughs> guys, guys that have been married, we all know the face. You know, well, come on. And if you've been married long enough, I've been married for years. Uh, <laughs> then you know each other's humor and you you know each other so well that you can do just about anything. The other day I made bread, mm-hmm. which I don't do a lot. But I don't even know why we were talking. Maybe we were watching a cooking show or something, or I was. And um, I made the comparison of bread to my husband, and he said, oh, is that what you think I am, braided bread? I'm like, no, heck no. I said, I would be braided bread. You're focaccia. And he's like, what's that mean? I said, well, it lands how it lands, and you bake it how it is, and that's just <laughs> what it comes out like, you know? Gosh. Because <laughs> that's my husband. He is what he is. You get what you get. You know what I mean? Like, you get what you get, ch- don't throw a He's fit. not going to change no. for you. I'm not going to change him. Absolutely but not. Not that he's hard to, you know, he's an easygoing person to live with. It's just that he's not going to change. Oh, no. <laughs> See, that's true love. I mean, you get him, he gets you. So, I mean, that yeah. works perfectly. <laughs> oh, anyway. Oh, my gosh. This terrified me. You know, we all fell into the show on HBO or HBO Max, um, The Rest of Us. Mm-hmm. Well, it's based off of the game, right? Right. But the whole premise of the show or the game is – that a fungus has taken over and and turning these people into, I don't know, some kind of like zombie Like zombie thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, but they've said at the beginning of the show, like, this could really happen. And it is happening, kind of. Wow. <laughs> now, this is a warning from the Centers of Disease Control. So CDC and Prevention uh, recently published about something called um, Canada Aris. It's a fungus. From and, Canada? No, not oh. Canada. 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 Oh, okay. Canada. I don't know how you say it. Anyway, 59% increase of Canada RS infections from 2019 to 2020, and then by an additional 95% in 2021. So there were 59% increase to a 95% increase. Wow. 
The CDC also found that the number of people colonized oh, gosh, a- by the fungus increased by 209% in 2021. But I'm like, what do we need to look for? <laughs> what in the hell do we look for? And, and do we have to get another shot now? Does that make you itchy? Ooh, oh, gosh. It is a fungus among us. Oh, goodness. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I guess they can't fight it with any kind of medicine. So uh, potentially deadly. It's not going away. Yuck. Bigger Fun. and brighter. Hey, this some sounds make you annoyed. Yeah. You hear them. Oh yeah. I hate chewing. If the Crunching. mere sound of slurping soup makes you homicidal, there might be a scientific condition to blame. A new study has found that at least one in five, so that's twenty percent of us, has something called misophonia. Is that only the slurping sound? No, it, it's a visceral reaction to certain noise triggers. Like someone clearing their throat, chewing, as you said, or even the sound of a ticking clock. Now, the affliction causes a (laughs) heightened heart rate, feelings of helplessness and anger, and not just being annoyed. You know what? I had a clock like that in our house, um, and it was really, like, you remember those big clocks? Like, we all have the big clocks after that Joanna Gaines thing. Everybody got a big clock in their house. And I had one that was particularly loud. And I used to feel like when the house was real quiet and that clock was just the only thing that was, I would feel like it changed my heart rhythm. (laughs) (laughs) It drove me crazy. I had to get rid of it. I remember going to my grandparents' house as a kid and they always had the uh, cuckoo clock. And you could hear that. Especially when all the lights were off at night. My grandma thought hers was the most adorable thing too. Now, now they say this whole thing might give a clinical reason for why some spouses are triggered by their partners. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if you slurp that one more time. I don't really ever, I mean, slurping, I don't notice, but crunching, ugh, can't stand it. Oh, it just drives you nuts. It does. Nails on a chalkboard. <laughs> <laughs> Easter's coming up. Okay. So jelly bean candy hams are trending for Easter. Really? (laughs) People plan, now some people plan, to coat their Easter hams in orange juice and honey and then affix jelly beans to the ham. It's a TikTok thing. Hams and honey, sour candy stripes, and marshmallows. Yuck! Oh, man. (laughs) I don't... I love I, I I love meat. Come on, you love meat. I know, but put a but, little candy on it and much and What's marshmallows. More Easter than that, ham and candy. That's all you want, right? You know, if you're gonna put marshmallows, <laughs> why don't you just pop on some tweet or those tweets on there? What are they? No peeps. 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 I think people have done that. Put the peeps on the ham. Oh gosh. Yeah. Okay. You know what? I always try to get to the uh, well. Okay, gross side. A new study by Karolinska Institute that's in Stockholm, Sweden, reveals. That sniffing someone else's body odor can cure social anxiety. Cure anxiety. Researchers, Wouldn't that be like somebody that you're, it's probably somebody you're comfortable with, right? Uh, it, it, it says researchers collected underarm sweat from scopes of volunteers or scores of volunteers. They then had study participants sniff the aroma. Researchers found that the participants' anxiety was reduced by a third after sniffing the B.O. I think that that doesn't really make a lot of sense if they're just random, grabbing random people. Yeah. But, you know, like our dog, who we lost recently, but he always would get, I noticed he would get on, 
like my husband, if he left clothes on the floor, he would lay on those. Or the one like Afghan that my husband used the most, you know, on the couch, that's where the dog always wanted to lay on that. So I think they smell like the smell of someone familiar. That yeah, smell like dad. Yeah. Then that makes sense to me. But some random stranger, yeah. I don't understand that at all. I mean, I've been at a store. I've been at, you know, in public outings where somebody, you know, you know, has not showered in months. And that's not. Yeah, I I run a run so bad. Yeah, I think that's just the opposite. It gives me more anxiety than less. Thank you. Unless, you know how they say people are attracted by pheromones. Maybe that's it. And then, you know, that's not something you can That's just too much. Not something you really can't explain. Oh, man, no, no, no. Oh, man. Okay, hey, comfort shows. According to this, CableTV.com reveals 87% of people have a favorite comfort show. And mostly the shows that come up as the answers to what is your favorite comfort show is Friends, Mm -hmm. followed by The Office, and then Star Trek, which I don't get, but I've never been a a Trekkie person. Yeah, either have I, but... Do you have a, have you ever had a comfort show? I don't know. I, I, I love, I love the big bang theory mm-hmm. and, um, I, I like young Sheldon. I went through, I go through several phases of them. Like I've been through Seinfeld, new girl. Oh, new girl was funny. Seinfeld. Was I think Shit's Creek is my new favorite. Oh yeah. <laughs> and it's funny cause they're like, it's like a thing to watch before you go to bed because it takes your mind off of anything serious and you already know how they all work out because <laughs> so, I've True. seen them all. Um, but they're funny. Um, but um, listen, the other day, here's my most hated thing to see in any movie or show. I don't want to see it. I don't want to hear it. Throwing up. Oh, yeah. When people get no, sick. and they, Okay. <laughs> so the other day, I'm like, I'd started to watch this movie. Triangle of Sadness. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't really paying attention. It was like 10 minutes into it and I just shut it off. And then I see that it got nominated for Oscars and stuff. Because I did watch the Oscars this year. I'm like, hey, I tried to watch that. Woody Harrelson's in the... Oh, I didn't remember seeing... Well, I only watched 10 minutes and I didn't really pay attention. So, all right. So, I decided a few days ago, I'm going to try to watch this movie and give it my attention. I was not expecting. Really? It was like, because at some point in the movie, they end up on this boat, like huge, like yacht thing. Mm-hmm. There was all kinds of sickness. Oh, <laughs> man. You got the sympathy thing going and on. And they like, show oh. it like it's explosive to a degree I've never seen in any <laughs> Horrified, horrified triangle of sadness. If you're like me and you're very uncomfortable with sickness in movies or shows, you've been warned. <laughs> it, it, it's like the scene in uh, Bridesmaids after they went to the uh, the dinner, and then they go. Oh, to it's the... so much worse than oh, that. Oh, is it? Oh it man, is so much worse than that. <laughs> oh, I, now I'm gonna... you got a whole bunch of people on one boat, right? They're all sick. You know, <laughs> see, now you said this, I'm dumb enough that I'm going to watch it now just because I have to watch that. I was not prepared. So that's my favorite to all of you. Uh, you've been warned. <laughs> yeah, 
you, it's you, a very quirky movie though. Once you get past that part, it's very <laughs> it's very unique. And now I'm like, oh, I get it. I understand why this would be nominated for Oscar because it was unique. <laughs> I guess it's very unique. But that I could have done without the sickness. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, you and me both. Oh my goodness. Okay, well that does it for this week. We'll try to do better next. <laughs>